This episode is brought to you by Element. That's L-M-N-T. What's Element? Element is the product that came into my life at exactly the right moment. I've been training hard. I've been sweating like a maniac. But unfortunately, after my sessions, I could never kick that feeling of dehydration. It didn't matter how much water I drank. In fact, the more water I drank, the worse it got. My body was telling me, you need more. You need electrolytes. But I refused to go and buy some sugary sports drink and put that garbage into my body. Enter Element. What's Element? It's a tasty electrolyte drink mix. That's right. I said tasty. They have seven different flavors. My personal favorite is mango chili. But most importantly, it's got no sugar. It's got no gluten. It's got no garbage. There's got no guilt. Take it. You'll feel better. You won't feel like a bum after you drink it. You won't feel any guilt after taking it. To get your element today, go to drinklmnt.com backslash George Mahoney. Again, that's drinklmnt.com backslash George Mahoney. Get yours today. All right, I'm here with the Kevin Wallen of the Island Guys podcast. Kevin and his crew, they actually covered our Thanksgiving Tough Man 2020 event. Kevin, welcome to the show. What's up, Coach? How you doing today? I'm doing very well, man. I got to ask you, I'm a guy that's created a lot of videos in my life. I know how long it takes to edit them. Uh, How long did it take you to edit all of that footage from the Tough Man? Um, I'm going to say it took me maybe around four, four and a half, five hours to get it all done, trimmed, clipped, and perfect, ready to go. So it took a little bit, but it was it was fun. I had fun doing it. How did you decide what to keep and what to get rid of? Well, I basically took uh, a video of every run you did during the Tough Man, and then I took like clips of each one and then just put them in the video, how I liked it, how I, if I like it, how it flowed with the rest of the video. So... That's basically it. <laughs> How did you, uh, like, when you were deciding about the, the Manos fall video, were you like, <laughs> this guy's going to kill me? Or were you like, I'm putting this in definitely? No, nah, it was definitely, it had to go in. He, he's not my dean anymore. There's nothing really, uh, I think he'll be fun with it. <laughs> <laughs> was there anything at all that you were like, this is too crazy, I can't put it in? Um, Nothing really. It was just the, cra- the too crazy stuff was at the end, like you said, the bloopers, the fun stuff at the end. So that was basically, it's nothing too crazy. So I'm, most I'm, of it got I, in. I'm glad you captured that stuff just because you, you never, you know, unless you're actually there, e- even if you're there, you might miss it because there's too much stuff going on. So uh, you did a great job of including that, that complete and total insanity. Yeah, I was trying. That's what I tried. I tried getting like e- at least maybe 30 seconds of each run or the whole run, depending on the angle I was at. So it worked out pretty well. So I'm going to take a little bit of a step back. As I mentioned before, you guys decided to quote unquote cover the tough man. Part of that included videoing every single run of this tag team event. And then part of it included uh, interviews. Now, when you walked in, did you guys have a plan? Did you well, let me take a step back? What made you guys even decide that you wanted to do this? Like, why'd you want to cover the event? Well, we thought about it. Like, uh, Rob told us that he was doing the tough man. He, uh, he didn't really tell us that we could add a team. I thought everything was like set in. And then he was like, oh, you can ask him. And then it was a whole miscommunication. We would love to get a team in, but, um, yeah, so he said, he's like, why don't you cover it? And I was like, thought about it. I was like, yeah, it's a pretty good idea. So me and uh, my friend Luke, who's part of the uh, the crew with us, he uh, we sat down, we just, just talked about it, ran through. We thought, all right, we're going to get there, try to get video most of everything, interviews, how we're going to do it. So it was just basically, yeah. So we had an idea what we wanted to do and how we we're going to do it. So it all, it all exactly how I planned. 
Now, you, you guys, what, at least when I know from working with you, it's been mostly like a, a podcast environment. Do you normally cover sporting events and do interviews? or is this like No, a, a we don't. This is like the first thing we really actually did with like interviews, covering. And I especially had a, a great time with it. I was even talking to Luke. He said like, we're the island guys. Like we're based out of Staten Island. We should like try to cover like maybe Staten Island events or like different sporting events or games. Because like there's no paper or online that really does it anymore. Like you had SI Live, but they they've been slacking up for the past couple of years. So I, I, I feel honored that we're the first very uh like the very very first ever spectator event that you guys covered. Let's see, you or might sporting be, you might be etched in history forever. Who knows? So did you have uh, second thoughts when you woke up on like a cold morning and like ah this isn't worth it or were you like I'm ready to go? Cold um, dark morning. It say. was. It was very dark. Uh it was so dark you had to like get within three inches from someone to see if you knew him or not. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, well, I wake up normally for work around seven 30. So it was like an hour less sleep I got. So it wasn't too bad, but once like the sun came up, it got, it got better and I got more energized and ready to go. So again, for people that don't know that this event was, uh, it was slated to start at six 30 AM on Saturday after Thanksgiving Obviously, people got there much earlier to get set up, get their teams ready. And like Kevin said, it was so dark that you literally had to like have people announce themselves like, who are you? <laughs> Before you get too close to me, who are you? Uh, even you, Kevin, I'm like, who, who are you? You're like, it's me. Uh, so I, I couldn't see anything that morning. So I, again, kudos to you guys for waking up and actually doing it. Kudos for everybody else for actually showing up. So uh, as the Island guys, it's like you guys have this crew. Who's actually in this crew of the Island guys? All right. So we have uh, my brother, Rob Wallen. Uh, obviously, uh, then our other friend, uh, Steve Naranjo, I've known Steve since I'm like in third grade, second grade. So then, uh, my other friend, Luke Santori, uh, I met him, uh, in high school. We've been together for a while. So, and then last but not least, probably the, the favorite is our guy, Billy Hench, as he's known on the podcast, bandwagon Billy. So, uh, that's our crew. That's basically, you know, the main guys that's in on everything what we post and all that. But then we sometimes have some guests on, especially we had you one time. We had uh, Joe Sarno on. So it, it, we, we bounce around. But those are the main main group of guys I got. So what are you guys covering? What are you guys talking about? So, yeah, so we do mostly like we started off covering just basically the big sports. So, like, we started out in January. So we wanted to do, like, we, our first episode, I was just thinking about it, was the uh, when Eli Manning retired. So we started from there, and then we – had big ideas of going to opening day for the Mets, uh, going to Rangers playoffs, possibly all this stuff. And then the pandemic hit. So that kind of slowed us down, but we're, we're trying to get it up again. Like I said before, uh, we're going to try to cover more Staten Island events, stuff like that. So what made you guys start a start a podcast? Like what, and B where'd the name Island guys come from? So the Island guys, it comes from, my thought was, I wanted to get Staten Island somehow like affiliated with like somehow in it. So the Island guys, that's how that comes about. And basically it was just, we had an idea. Like it was just a thought for months. We like, we should start a podcast and we just never did, never did. And then um, one day, like we're sitting there one day and we're just like, all right, let, let's just do it. Like we sat, we were sitting there talking about sports and we were just missing the one thing that is from a podcast, the microphone. So you just, we basically just add a microphone and we sit there and BS like we normally do. So it's it's just – it's fun for us. It's a good time. We get to sit for an hour, depending on how long the podcast is, away from life basically and just 
focus on sports and enjoy each other, you know? But would you consider it a work or a hobby or just, hey, we were doing this anyway. We're, it, there's a microphone. It's basically what we're doing, hanging out. It's a hobby, like it's a hobby, but then when it comes down to the the videoing and the the editing, that's that's more of like work. But I I enjoy it because it's just fun to do. Like I enjoy just rewatching and being like, wow, I created that. Like that's cool. Like I could do that. So it, yeah, it, it it's it's half and half. Sometimes I get frustrated and almost throw the laptop because something won't work. But besides that, it's a good time. So I, I mean, I'm gonna admit two things right now. One as a as a coach, it's probably not common knowledge, but I actually don't watch that much sports. In fact, I've probably have been to in the last 10 years, maybe like three or four live sporting events and, and maybe for very particular reasons, like not because I was supposed to go there, but it was maybe for like a, a specific reason to meet a coach or something like that. And two is before every podcast I that I'm going to deliver when I'm interviewing someone, I basically doubt my life like, oh, my God, I'm so nervous. Why am I doing this? My life could be so much easier if I wasn't doing it. And then when I get into it, I love it. So I, w- I want to just kind of ask you, you talked about the editing and uh, that stuff where you want to throw things through the, the wall. Like for you, what is the hardest part of coming up with a, with a podcast, like with, a, with an episode for a podcast? Well, it, it, it's just like we sit down maybe an hour before we start and we just sit and we like decide like, all right, what happened this week? And Luke will say something or Rob will say something and we'll just – bring it all together and I'll, I'll have a paper or something or like a no, my notebook. I'll write down everything we said and then I'll turn around and then I'll try to put it in a flow that it, so the episode, like, it's not like we're bouncing around. We go to college football here at the five minute mark and then we're back at college football at the 15 minute mark. It's like, you want to have everything flow in us. So that's basically it. But yeah, it's, it's just getting everything in that flow. Once you're in that flow, and then you just start talking whatever's on your mind. That's the that's when the podcast gets easy. So now we have we both have podcasts, but they're similar in, a, in one way. I think because we we both use Anchor, right? Like, are you still using Anchor? Yes, yes. That's where I have I, I put everything up because that's where the main shout out to Anchor, <laughs> the main <laughs> source. I put that on Anchor and it releases it to Spotify, Apple, Google, any podcast. Basically, I think it's like up to eight or nine different streaming services we got so now we differ in the fact that you actually do you use video right do you use video on all of your podcasts it depends on how uh what we're doing like if we're doing like a weekly episode we'll put we'll have everyone on the screen uh we're trying to work in actually trying to get cameras down uh, in my basement where i have uh my setup our studio try to get everyone in in the uh in the same room but right now it's easier to just do zoom everyone's at home and you just, I take that and yeah, we do it through there, edit it and just throw it up. So then I just take that YouTube video, put it right on Anchor and then Anchor just releases it as a podcast. So you listen to the same thing you're watching on YouTube. You just might not be able to see my handsome face, you know? So I, one thing that really impressed me was that when you guys were interviewing me, there was multiple people interviewing me, but you guys never stepped on top of each other. But it also didn't feel like it was a very regimented conversation. Like are you guys practicing before the podcast aside from just saying what the flow is going to be? Or is there like, well, basically we do the, so we do the flow and then, um, sometimes behind the scenes, I'll like shoot someone a text, be like, let Steve jump in with his question and let this happen. So I'm kind of like behind the scenes a little bit texting them in a group chat saying, all right, hold off. And it just, it works perfect. 
Could and you... is your crew supposed to be like they all supposed to be on every podcast, or do you just choose certain? No, guys it's just it's podcast? basically availability because like you know we all got lives, we got jobs, school, so it's just tough. It's like, like Rob just actually texted us today, like he wanted to do one tonight. So like Luke said, he might not be able to, but if the rest of us can, we will do it. Depending on just who's available and stuff like that. So do you, I guess, linking to that point, do you have a schedule where you say every Thursday we want to put out a podcast or once a week or literally just are we ever available? Yeah, it's now at, I tried to start with like, all right, every Thursday I want to drop like an episode or like we'll do it during Thursday night football or something like that. And it just, it's like Rob's work schedule will change and then Steve's work schedule will change or like I'll have school. It's just, every, it never plans out. So we just basically do it whenever we can. And we've been trying to get it a closer like week to week. So once my school's coming to end soon, most of us are. So I think we should be able to do week to week episodes coming soon within the coming weeks. Now for you, I'll tell you for me and then you can answer for you. Like I'm, I'm going to ask you, what's the most fulfilling part, sorry, the most frustrating part of doing a podcast for me personally. And I've struggled with this, I've asked your advice on it, but there are times when a uh, good old anchor this very apt that we're doing this on right now. It actually has the voices they cut over each other. So it sounds like the other guys talking over each other. And that kills me because then you have this guest on. Everything's prepared. They, they give a great interview. And then you're like, uh, guy, I got to come back. We got to do this again. And I always have my heart in my hand every time I give an interview because I don't know if it's going to happen or not. We've learned some tricks along the way, but I just don't want to waste that person's time. And then those people feel like, oh, my God, I might not be genuine if I have to do it again. <laughs> so for me, that's the most frustrating part. What is it for you? Well, see, here's the thing. We don't use Anchor as the uh, recording base. I use the uh, Mac service GarageBand. So I just take that audio and put it right on Anchor so it just uploads. But the most frustrating thing for me probably has to be the editing of the videos. And it's like I'll accidentally put uh, like too much of the video in or I'll put the wrong like – the, like the Tough Man one, I put the wrong uh, run in. So now I had to take it out and switch and flop it out, flip it out and do all that stuff. It was just, it, it was frustrating. So now do you, when you do a podcast with zoom and, and you put it on YouTube, are you editing that video too? Or you yes, just so I'll take, I'll take it right from zoom. I'll record it off zoom and I'll put it in iMovie and then I'll do all, the same thing. I'll, I do with the garage band, just visual. So if we do the zoom and we have it visual, it's just iMovie and I'll do it straight off of that. Now, have you learned any transferable skills from hosting this podcast that can help you outside of podcasts? I'm trying to um, – maybe the computer skills. I feel like I've gotten a lot better with that. Maybe uh, like this past weekend, uh, the recording, I think I did pretty well with that. I did all the recording for the, the Tough Man. So I think it came out pretty well. So, I mean, those two things. I mean, I guess – I don't know. It's not really – I'm not sure, but I feel like if it was one thing, it would be my computer skills have been a little better, you know, editing and doing that stuff. So that helped probably help me sometime, you know? Now, are you naturally like a, an introverted person or an extroverted person? Has, has this helped you talk to people more easily? Uh, Yeah, I feel like, yeah. I mean, yeah, I feel like, yeah, talking to people easily, you get them on Zoom, you know, and it's just, you just talk. And I tell them right beforehand, I'm like, pretend it's not even recording. I'm like, pretend it's just me and you talking on the phone or something. It's just, it's just us. So like sometimes, you know, you'll get the occasional F bomb here and the, the cursing there. We try to avoid that as much as possible, but 
it's just it's natural because we just we got to be ourselves. That's that's what I tell everyone. Be yourself. So you don't have the uh, PG thirteen rule that I did. Nah, nah. We try. I, I try. I'd be like, hey, don't too much. So it, we'll have maybe like one or two episodes. It'll drop it like once, but you know. And like Steve or someone will be like, ah, sorry, and then <laughs> we'll all laugh about it. But so yeah, I remember on uh, when you guys had Sarno on to talk about Headstrong. And he dropped an F bomb, and then he's like, "Oh wait, I'm not on Mahoney's podcast." Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's it's a it's a blessing and a curse because Anchor will give you statistics, they'll give you analytics, telling you who listened, uh, what the demographic is of the people that listened, and are, like, are you in the trap like I am sometimes of over analyzing who's listening to what? Sometimes, like I feel like if like I put a lot of work into the episode, I'm like. I want to get this a lot of views and it's like, all right, sometimes it doesn't or sometimes it does, but mostly it's just, it's just, I have fun doing it. So it's just for people, like I throw it out there for people to enjoy. Like I sit down with Luke, Steve, Rob, and it's just, it's like our weekly or we try to weekly do it and just get together and do our thing. So the the views really, sometimes if I put obviously a lot of work, but besides that, it's just a good fun thing to do. It's interesting. And you can just say like, Oh, I have a podcast and people are like, Oh, that's cool. <laughs> well, it, it is a trap, right? It's the same trap with Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's a big one. Yeah, the social media is a tough. I, I've gotten out. I, I was stuck in that first, and then I was like, ah, it's nothing. Who cares how many likes you get or who's seeing it and stuff like that. Yeah, and it's like uh, you, you put something out to the world. You're like, wow, this is, this is awesome. Like, this is going to change the world, and then nobody listens. Or I've given up on like even thinking about Instagram because it'll be like you have no likes and you have like uh, 15,000 people that looked at it, but they didn't like it. And you start driving yourself crazy. But then you put something out. Nobody listens. And then six months later, some some kids like, oh, by the way, coach, I listened to that episode. Uh, it, it, it changed the, the changed my life. And you're like, whoa, this was worth it. Like, why am I fretting over uh, these likes when it actually really did change someone's life, which probably means a hell of a lot more than clicking a stupid button on Instagram. Yeah, exactly. Like we have an episode. If uh, you guys listening, uh, every chance get a chance to listen. Uh, it's on Apple, Google, whatever. Uh, it's the episode Bandwagon Billy. That's about our obviously our guy Bandwagon Billy. His story. That's one episode that I don't think it has too many views, but it's one that I think anyone, everyone should just get on and listen to because you'll listen to it and you'll think this this guy, this guy Billy. No pun intended, but this guy Billy is a tough man. So he, he, he puts, he, so get, that's one episode that, uh, uh, is, uh, is he related to the great and powerful coach Hench? Yes, he is. Uh, I was actually going to say that he, uh, for all you who are going to wonder, he is, that is his nephew. So that's uncle, it's uncle Tommy Hench to him. And are you, are you and your brother related to the great and powerful coach Hench? Oh, uh, no, we're actually related to Billy on his uh, mom's side. So. But it's all, yeah, but we're related to Billy, not Coach Hench. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So I've heard of the, the legend of Billy Hench. Uh, I did not listen to that episode, but now I will. Can you give us a sneak preview of, of what's in that episode? I don't want to give away too much. It's as quick. It's only like 10, maybe 10, 15 minutes. I don't really remember. But it's, it's, it's just Billy. Like, you look at Billy, he's just, he's been through a lot. The amount of surgeries his kid's been through. And you think like anyone else that goes through that, you'd be like, there's no way they're standing here today. And Billy, Billy still is. And he's just the, he's the rock of, of just this podcast. Basically, he's the guy that everyone loves him. So it's just basically Billy's life from day one to now. 
So you get a chance, sit down, listen to it, 10, 15 minutes, that's it. It, it, it you'll, you'll love it, trust me. Can I ask why you guys call him Bandwagon Billy? <laughs> that's a good one. So it's st- that name actually started, uh, we had an eighth grade teacher back in elementary school, uh, Mr. Donnelly. He, uh, he called him Bandwagon Billy because every year he would change his team for the NFL. So one, it was like the Saints won. He was a Saints fan. Then he was a Packers fan. Then he was big uh, Peyton Manning fan at the Broncos. Then he went to the Seahawks. Now he's a Giants fan. So he, he stopped jumping bandwagons, but we still call him Bandwagon Billy. It's just it's a tradition. You got to keep it going. Seriously, is he, is he going to be a Jets fan next? No, no, he's stepping away. He was actually originally a Jet fan. That was his first first team. So he <laughs> he started from the bottom. Yeah, I, I guess that explains why he's still looking. <laughs> All right, so I want to take a step backwards again. Well, maybe backwards slash forwards. I want to go back to the tough man. So we normally don't have too many people that come and watch us, for lack of a better word, work out. I know there was competing going on. and those grown men getting at it. But so for, as a spectator, it, what, what surprised you the most as you were watching this thing? What surprised me the most, actually, um, was the team. I, f- I think it was the Young Guns. Was, am I correct? Oh yeah, yeah they, uh, young, they, bloods. young bloods, young bloods, young bloods. They were. The, I was surprised because obviously I went to. I, they're I believe two, two or a year younger than me, that group. So I went to high school with them, and and so they just graduated. And to compete with guys like that, I give them the hats off to them. So you do you know my nephew Christopher Demunda? I do not. I know uh, Gerard Nicholson. I went. To, okay, so that, yeah, they're the same grade. To, that uh, that is the, the grade of young bloods. Yeah, yeah I went to. Uh, High school with Devin, so. So was there a person? Was there a person, not a team, that surprised you the most? Was there a person? Hmm. Yeah, and you said, "Oh my God, this person's either way worse or way better than I thought they were going to be in person." I'm gonna have to say, I, I mean, this isn't like to be mean to him, but my brother Rob, like, I was really impressed with his uh, the sliders when he fir- when he fir- like he was the first to go and he was moving. I didn't expect him to move that fast, so. Again, hats off to him too. He's uh he's made tremendous gains. Even this morning, we had a, a sprint session. I could just see him changing really quickly, and I, I think it, it happens when a guy's when they buy in, when they get the bug, and they start training hard, they start training right. It just it starts to click. It starts to click fast. Yeah, you got to be all in, all in on that. He's uh his 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 mind is to go to the fire department and uh, work with the marine division. So he when Rob he's been his whole life. Rob puts his mind to something, he'll uh. He'll, he'll stay on that until he achieves it, no matter what. Whatever he has to go through. Did, uh, did he give you any feedback before or after the event? Like, was he nervous going in? He's going in with a team full of dudes. He's like, oh, my God, I can't lose it for him. Or I don't know if I can handle this. And when he came out, was he like, was this easier? This was easier than I expected it to be. What was his thoughts on it? He went in uh, with probably the most exciting mindset ever. Like, he again, he was the one who suggested we should cover it. Like, that's how excited he's like, you guys should come, like, do this. But yeah, that's he wasn't nervous. I mean, I could see it maybe a little bit at the end of that last run they did, because because I jokingly said it to him. I was like, Rob, like you mess up here, it's like the, the whole the whole runs on you, and he just like wasn't really laughing too much about it. So I was like, all right, he's a little nervous. But yeah, we interviewed him after the actually their first run, and he was just yes. confident as as heck. So they're ready to do it. I think he threw uh, Nick Rice under the he bus. He did, right? yes. They, uh, Rob was telling me he goes, he comes into my room. He goes, he goes. I just in the group chat, he's like, I just got, uh, got a uh, shit for uh, throwing what's his name Rice under the bus. I'm like, ah, I was like, I don't even realize that. 
Yeah, I think you had asked him like what happened with the time. Yeah, he was like, oh, better. Right. yeah, right. Yeah. He was like, yeah, Rice uh, fumbled up, and I was like, ah. Oh. <laughs> hey, it's a fact. Hey, listen, uh, Rice not only did he pick up the sled before he was supposed to two point deduction, he left before he was tagged. There's another two point deduction. That's four seconds off the board. Tragic. So what, let me ask you this, uh, just in terms of the environment, again, as I, I call you an outsider, for lack of a better word, or maybe a spectator, because I'm so caught up in it, I miss it. I, I'm moving chains, I'm select, getting times written down, I'm yelling at people, getting yelled at. <laughs> what do you, like your perspective, what, what's the environment like? It was just, it was a good, it was a good, good, like positive environment. Everyone was cheering each other on, even like the team, like Sarno was the one, every run, no matter what, like even that final run, that 2014 had, he was versing them. He was still pushing them on and getting them to go and just motivating. That's It's a motivational thing, and I love it. I just We're actually trying to get a team together next year for our, uh, for our graduating class. So, And what, what was your year of graduation? We were uh, 2018. So you guys are almost like young bloods. Yeah, yeah. We're, uh, yeah, we're, uh, yeah we're, we're, I'm five years off of Rob, so – I remember uh, going out with you and Rob. We'd have breakfast before I went to work. Yeah, yeah, we, uh, you, yeah, we were a young pup at that point. <laughs> we, uh, yeah, because we were going to Florida. We literally ate with you and we drove right to the airport. Really? I didn't yeah, know we, that. Oh, I did know that. I did know. Yeah, that's why we did it so early too. <laughs> I was like, oh, I was going to be I up anyway, you. so I was like, oh, I'll go. Were you in high school at that point? Or were you still in? No, eighth grade? I was a freshman that year. That was oh, I was actually going into my freshman year that summer. So I want to I want to take one step back again because you mentioned how these guys push each other. So for, again, the people that don't know, we had a sixteen tag team event, and you think that it's a hyper competitive environment. There's grown men yelling at each other. They're waking up at who knows what time, maybe five thirty in the morning to get to this thing on the Saturday after Thanksgiving. But they're fighting with each other, but at the same time, like you said, in a weird way, they're pushing each other to keep competing harder and harder. Like they're actually rooting for the other team. And I don't know if it's just a good competitive spirit if they want the other guys to do great to make themselves go even further, or if they just genuinely still care about everybody being the best they possibly can be. So sick. I'm glad you picked up. Yeah. On yeah. It, it was, it, that's, that's the one thing. Cause I honestly thought like going in, it was, um, it was going to be, you know, everyone was going to be kind of just fighting with each other. But I was like, no, this is good. Like I liked it and it was good. And I was like, this is a good thing that we got on. We filmed it and I had a great time just wa- watching it again and all that stuff. Now, from your perspective, is there anything you think we should do to take our tag team event to another level, or do we keep it as exclusive as possible? Well, I feel like um, the events were good. The events were solid. Um, but I feel like the try to expand, like get it out to more people, maybe open up the pool a little bit, see like what, what you got, make, make the event take up like the full field and have three different uh, runs going at once. You know, it's just – so that's that's what I think. Wow, you're thinking yeah, big. You're thinking you big. Expand. I gotta write something. <laughs> I was even thinking like uh, some entrance music, like the wrestlers when a team gets announced, they have their own theme music come on. Oh, so uh, we'll we'll rent out Dallas Stadium. You know, we'll do a little WWE action. Shut yes. the lights up. Yes. Shut the lights off. Get the Undertaker to come out. <laughs> All right. So we got some uh, rapid fire questions right. for you. All right. If you could put together your ultimate tough man tag team for next year's event. And you don't have to pick the guys that are actually going to be on your team, okay. excluding celebrities. You can't say the rock. Uh, you can't <laughs> say like uh, Adrian Peterson, six guys. 
who are they? Okay, so I was thinking about this. Obviously, it's me. I'll put myself on the team. Uh, I love it. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with Coach Manos. Coach, he, he, right. he put a put a lot of a lot in on uh, Saturday. I loved it. Uh, the other guy, Sarno, big guy. Good pick. Uh, another guy. I don't know you if you know him. Uh, he graduated from Farrell same year as me, 2018. Uh, Pat McSweeney plays uh, D1 football down at Coastal Carolina, tight end. All so, right. And then the sixth guy, I'm gonna have to go with. My guy Luke, he's uh he's been lifting for a while, so I feel like he uh he could do it. I feel I feel like that's the team that could take over and be twenty thirteen. I'm just I'm I'm counting my uh my fingers here. Is this the right math? Is you, Coach Manos, Coach Sarno, Luke McSweeney, who's the oh, sixth? Oh God, guy? I got a sixth one. I forgot. Six. Oof. All right, I gotta add. Let's see. Hmm. It can't be a celebrity, you said, right? Yeah. It can't it can't be uh can't be a celebrity. All right. Um, damn. I don't know. I, that's a tough one. I mean, I'd have might have to go. Does Rob Whalen? Well, I don't know. If that's the, the thing. I don't know. I mean, if if he's not on 2013, because I know he's going to be with them next year. He's on their team. If not, I'm going to take him. But right, you got to take. Uh, so we'll say we'll take... say there's no 2013 in this scenario. Rob's on the team. I, I was holding that Rob because you know I didn't know, wasn't sure <laughs> if that was in the scenario. <laughs> You didn't seem like you had a problem swiping uh, Joe Sarno up at the twenty thirteen. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that was easy. He'll come to my team. All right. Next, next rapid fire question: If you could put anything on a billboard on the West Shore Expressway, what would it say? A huge Island Guys billboard, and our like YouTube thing, the whole maybe like a, a picture of us or something. Beautiful, beautiful. All right. Last question for you: What is one life lesson? you can teach me or give to me on how to simplify or remove clutter. Hmm. All right. I'm going to say, oh, this is going to be, this is going to be sound like a stupid one, but always hang up your clothes, put them in your drawers. Cause your room becomes a mess. Had to deal with that this week. Had to clean up my room and it took me about six hours. It's not a good time. Not to mention if you're, I'm a stickler for this stuff. If your clothes are not hung up properly, they're going to be wrinkled, and when you go to wear them, you're going to have to iron them. So it's another waste of yeah, time. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I still – I just – I kind of just blow past that. I go get the iron, do it quick, and I'm out of the house. Out of the house. <laughs> well, that's a good tip, man. I like that tip. You, and, you, you know, too much clutter, it adds clutter in your mind as well. Exactly. All right, Kevin. Listen, man, thank you for coming on. Uh, two, I guess two parting thoughts here. One, we're going to tell people to listen to this uh, Billy Hench podcast. Two – where do they find it? How do they get this? They're going to go to, they can either find us on, you know, the, our Instagram, Island Guys Pod, uh, Twitter, same handle, or you could just go to Apple, Google, wherever you get your podcast, search up the Island Guys. Make sure you subscribe too when you do that. Awesome, man. Thank you so much for, for joining this interview. And thank you again for covering that tough man, uh, priceless I, stuff. Thank you coach, so much. Thank you. I thank you for letting us come down, cover it, you know, and I thank you for having me on today. It was a good time. Are you going to wear like a GoPro uh, and film yourself as you're going? Honestly, I don't know. We were thinking about that. Uh, that might that might be a good idea. We got we got a, a year to think about it. So I think we uh, we got some time to uh, get our thoughts in order. All right, that year starts right exactly. now, man. You better start training tomorrow. Oh, exactly. We're gonna get the the everything outside. Let's go. All right, brother. Talk yes, to you sir. soon. Thank, Thank you. you. This podcast is brought to you by MicroSky, your one-stop shop for IT and computer services. Now I've been a customer of these guys for years, and here's why: they make things easy. My computer had died. They came, picked up my computer, recovered all my data, and then set me up with a new computer in three days. 
fully loaded. I just press the on button and I'm ready to go. Made my life super, super easy. Now, they don't only specialize in computer repair. They also specialize in cloud backup, data recovery, cybersecurity, and IT support plans. Do not be like me. Do not wait until your computer dies to get in touch with these guys. Visit microskyms.com slash contact. Microsky, that's S-K-Y-M-S.com slash contact. If you want a free month of cloud backup, make sure you put AT2020 in the referred by field in the contact form. Again, that's AT2020. Do not wait like I did. Contact them today.